Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are and whatever part of the day you're in. I sure do appreciate you joining me, giving me a little bit of your time. I know you have other things to do today, I promise. I feel the same tug and pull of 20 different things to do, and I've got the time to do about five of them. So, kind of goes in line with uh, all of those priority podcasts that we do every so often. We need to do one of those again pretty soon. See some things. Uh, You see it constantly. At any rate, not a lot on the homestead. It's been warm the last few days, sadly. Humid. So, just uh, all part and parcel for living in this part of the world, I suppose. We still have five chicks, so that's good. And it looks like maybe one or two of the uh, squash slash pumpkin plants survived that light frost the other day. We'll see. That's one of the things on my list that needs to get done that's just not getting done, and that's the garden. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for you, Father, and your Son, Jesus Christ, and your Holy Spirit. Thank you for the time to record this podcast and the people that listen to it. Bless them, guide them, surround them with your angels, keep them safe. Protect them from evil of any kind. Guide our steps, Lord. Help us to do your will each day. Show us what that is. Give us the wisdom to see it and the courage to act on it. Be with our leaders. Help them to rule in fear of you. Help them to look to you for guidance. Guide our nation back to you, Father. And guide my words, please. In your son's name we pray. Amen. So we're going to do something just slightly different uh, today, format-wise. Not a lot. Uh, There's a couple articles in the Epic Times that I think really outline some pretty important stuff. And so we're going to, we still have a Thanksgiving or a fasting or just one of the proclamations, you know, I'm kind of. I'm kind of throwing all these in together, Thanksgiving and fasting, etc. Uh, just because that way we can see how important it is, was to our founders. Uh, and we've got one of those today. Oh, the kitty cat. Yeah, she's going to be noisy. Obviously needs to go outside, which she does. Um, we've got one of those we're going to talk about today, but we're going to talk. For just a couple minutes about this article out of the Epic Times. 
And I've got to go back to the front page because I think that's where they started it. Uh, and I'm going to pronounce the last name here, but this is by Eva or Eva Fu, Behind Hamas, The Israel Conflict Along Red Shadow. And I think the full title is actually Israel Conflict Hangs Along Red Shadow of the Chinese Re Regime. Um, and there was another contributor, Lu, Lu Ya. Uh, so it's kind of interesting, uh, as a side note, it's interesting in a couple other ways too, but I was reading this Churchill biography again, uh, and they just got to the point where Mussolini coined the phrase axis, right? The, the axis between Germany and Italy. And in this article, it talks about a new axis of evil uh, between China, Iran, Russia, and North Korea. Uh, and I would insert the American left in there, too. Uh, but this article talks about the fact that this, this conflict behind Hamas, a lot of people see Iran. Uh, you know, and there's a couple quotes in here. Uh, there's one by a lieutenant colonel from the IDF talking about, said the spider in the web is Iran. Had it not been for Iran, then Hamas wouldn't exist. Uh, but when you get into it and you look at some of these connections, another quote out of this article talks about the, the terrorist organizations always drew on Maoism, Right? Mao, who basically destroyed China, uh, and his ideology still is. It, it's made China the evil that it is. But there's, there's some real interesting connections going all the way back to the 60s, right? You see the uh, PLO, or the Palestinian or Palestine Liberation Organization, right, uh, they would meet with, they would go to Beijing, like Yasser Arafat, if you know who that was, one of the, he was a, the leader for the Palestinian movement from, geez, the 60s all the way till 2004 when he died, talked about that these Palestinian Palestinian fighters would talk about in the 60s that Mr. Mao's quotations and writing were their spiritual food and most powerful weapon. And you see a lot of hardware from China end up in Palestinian Hamas hands. And just millions, billions of dollars going into this Palestinian movement. And you see some of the, they, they talked about here, for example, uh, in 2006, the Israeli ship was hit by Iranian missiles that appeared to be Chinese replicas. Uh, some of the Syrian rockets they've recovered had long-range systems developed by China's state-owned Aerospace Industry Corp. Um, 
there were some others in this article. But, but the point, the overall point here, folks, that I wanted to make, that's a great article, again, if you get a chance. It, it's pretty lengthy. But there are ties between China and Iran and Russia and North Korea. Communism, fascism, socialism, Nazism, Islam, leftism. All of those ideologies or faith-based systems have ties to each other. They're, the way they execute goals may be a little different, but, and where is it? There's a couple of really great quotes in here, and we'll, I'll leave. Uh, one was, as long as you're un against the America, this is China, kind of a rule of thumb, a quote that was pulled out of here, one of these people. As long as you're against America, you're my friend. That's the bottom line for China, right? And then all of these different ideologies. Uh, in the article, they're really talking about the different factions of, of Muslim, Islam, different factions of terrorism or just Islam in general. Uh, they might attack each other from time to time. They do for territory, but they're all united in supporting communism, hating the West, and wanting to destroy Israel. And, and that's just really something, folks, that it, it ought to just be a fact of life in your mind, something that you just know. Uh, and, and that's one of the things that we really don't want to acknowledge here with our fellow citizens that support the left. But if you're standing up for those values on the left, folks, you don't have any love for America as a nation. Let me back up a little bit because it's hard to, hard to judge hearts and minds sometimes. Your actions are destroying America. And if you do think that you have love for America, it's really misguided. I, that's, that's a comfortable statement. So, at any rate, just a really interesting article on the connection between Iran and China and Russia even, North Korea even, and then those tie in to the modern American left and the values here that we see in our own country, sadly. None of it's good, folks, and really the axis, new axis of evil is, is quite accurate. All right, so we're going to go, we're going to switch gears big time here, and we're going, again, that, that article, by the way, again, uh, Eva or Eva Fu, behind Hamas, Israel conflict hangs a long red shadow of the Chinese regime. And it's out of the epic times. We're going to, if I can find it, talk about a national fast day proclamation by John Adams on the 6th of March, 1799. And it's kind of a lengthy one. So we'll start to read through it today. And if we need to come back and talk about it some the next day, we will. Fast Day Proclamation, 6 March 1799, by the President of the United States. A proclamation. As no truth is more clearly taught in the volume of inspiration, nor any more fully demonstrated by the experience of all ages, than that a deep sense and a due acknowledgement 
of the governing providence of a supreme being and of the accountableness of men to him as the searcher of hearts and righteous distributor of rewards and punishments are conducive equally to the happiness and rectitude of individuals and to the well-being of communities. As it is also most reasonable in itself that men who are made capable of social acts and relations, who owe their improvements to the social state, and who derive their enjoyments from it, should, as a society, make their acknowledgments of dependence and obligation to him who hath endued them with these capacities and elevated them in the scale of existence by these distinctions. As it is, likewise, a plain dictate of duty and a strong sentiment of nature that in circumstances of great urgency and seasons of imminent danger, earnest and particular supplications should be made to him who is able to defend or to destroy. As, moreover, the most precious interests of the people of the United States are still held in jeopardy by the hostile designs and insidious arts of a foreign nation, as well as by the dissemination among them of those principles subversive of the foundations of all religious moral, and social obligations that have produced incalculable mischief and misery in other countries. And as, in fine, the observance of special seasons for public religious solemnities is happily calculated to avert the evil which we ought to depreciate, deprecate, and to excite to the performance of the duties which we ought to discharge by calling and fixing the attention of the people at large to the momentous truths already recited, by affording opportunity to teach and inculcate them by animating devotion and giving it to the character of a national act. So, <laughs> that's about a third of it. We'll go back and talk about a little bit of that, kind of break it down, because it's wordy, obviously. Um, he's talking about God and the searcher of hearts, uh, which is an indirect reference to God in the Bible. He searches the hearts of men. And the supreme being Interesting, he, he talks about God being a distributor of rewards and punishments and that men are accountable to him. And, and we really today, folks, if you look around the nation, we like to act like we're not accountable to anybody anymore uh, except our own desires emotions and feelings that's where you get a lot of this i just need to take care of myself today i need a a mental health day or a self-care day or a, uh, 
we have this totally self-centered view of the world as if the only thing that matters not only to ourselves but to everybody else ought to be the way that we feel. Instead of acknowledging that we are accountable to others, you get married, you're accountable to your spouse. You have children, you're accountable to them. As children, just by birth, we're accountable to our parents. And considering God is our Father, we're accountable to Him most of all. Pretty good idea to think about that stuff uh, as we go through our days. Talks about the, the fact that the happiness and well-being of communities goes back to that accountableness to God. And that in order to get the improvements that we see in the social state, the enjoyments that we want from it, that we see from it, as a society, we need to acknowledge, to make those acknowledgments of dependence and obligation to God. Because all this stuff has come from Him. And so, when we don't, when we like to act like everything we've got here in America is because of our own skill and labor and ability or in our own lives, it's no wonder that that stuff starts to disappear and crumble. And our society is because we haven't been acknowledging our dependence and our obligation on Him. That's, that's where it has to start, folks. Everything has to start there. And you see that now. You look at this, you listen to this from 1799, the beginning of our country. There's, there's nothing we can do, folks. There's no politician. There's no political party. There's no domestic policy or foreign policy that we can make that's going to fix the problems that we have in this country if the center of those policies or that party or that politician isn't God. President Adams here talks again about a, the plain duty as well as the sentiment of nature uh, that when we have urgency in seasons of imminent danger, earnest and particular supplications should be made to God who is able to defend or to destroy. And, and he's saying the most precious interests of the people of the United States were in jeopardy at this point because of hostile designs and insidious arts of a foreign nation, as well as by the dissemination among them of those principles subversive of the foundations of all religious, moral, and social obligations that have produced incalculable mischief and misery in other countries. Break that down. Compare it, look at today. Uh, do we have foreign nations that are hostile to us? Yeah, we just talked about that article about China, Iran, Russia, North Korea. Absolutely. Got some here in South America that are hostile to us. Central America that are hostile to us. We have other countries that are hostile to us. So we got that. And then do we have immoral values that have been spread through our own population that have caused mischief and misery? Yeah, 
Every single core value of the left, every single one causes mischief and misery. There's not one single core value of the American left that doesn't do that, doesn't accomplish that. And what's he saying? He's saying, well, we've got to turn back to God. These, in these times of urgency, times of need, we've got to turn to God. So, uh, we're definitely in those times of urgency, times of need. You look at all the immorality going on in the country. You look at the destruction of our society, of our families. Uh, you can look, if, you, if you're a financial person, you can look at inflation and how little, how much less far a dollar will go today. Uh, there's a number of different ways you can look at it. So we'll come back. We'll talk about this some more. Uh, if you get a chance, you can sign up for the newsletter. I would appreciate it. Share that with somebody. Uh, if you have $3 in spare change each month, you can sign up for the podcast and the exclusive episodes. If you'd like to contact us, American Soul Podcast at gmail.com. God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless your marriages. God bless America. We'll talk to y'all again real soon, folks. Looking forward to it.